0: Have you ever said about somebody, man, they changed my life? Even if you've never had that experience, you can be that kind of person to others. Really, what I want to walk you through is just seven ways that you can have a high impact on others, that you can be the kind of person that people look back on and go, man, they changed my life. Now, I could also call this seven ways to be very likable, because if the person wants to grow, they're going to like being around you. Number one, champion their growth, champion their growth. You've got to carry some kind of you know, focus in your engagement with them. Are you going to carry an engagement of comfort? Are you going to carry an engagement of growth? I want to engage people in a way that I have the audacity to believe that I can impact them and they can grow. So as I champion their growth, I, I still want them to be comfortable. I want them to be Cared for. I want them to be safe, but I also am not going to let them stay in a place that they're coddled. See, what happens when you separate who you are, personhood, from performance, you can connect with somebody in their personhood and say, I'm glad you're here. I like you. I like you being on the team. But then when it comes to their performance, you can give not mindless or blind Acquiescence to whatever their current state of performance is. You get to be intentional. Hey, I like you being on the team. When you do this, I don't like it. Let's change this. Let's do this this way. Let's learn. Let's grow. Let's get better. The kind of people that are that are going to look back and go, man, that person impacted my life. It's going to be people that they were connected to, like you, that championed their growth, that saw them as somebody that could become more, and you didn't hold back. You weren't insecure, but you also weren't beating them down and being unnecessarily hard on them. The worst of leaders is when they go to one extreme, and they're overly kind in a way that doesn't help that person grow. The other extreme that's terrible is when they're just mean. And they think that by being mean, they're destabilizing them and helping. No, we are kind in who we are to their personhood. And we are honest and helping them grow continually in their performance. So be the kind of person that champions their growth. If you want a high performing team, a, a healthy we is built around a bunch of healthy me's people that are headed somewhere. So number one, champion their growth. Number two, guide and give hope through disillusionment see what happens once you get get a vision of growth in front of somebody there's a gap between where they are where they want to be and whatever got them to that point it's good but it's not going to get them where they want to go. So they're going to have some disillusionment. It could be a small, tiny amount of disillusionment, or it could be a big amount of disillusionment. It depends on whatever part of their worldview and how they've approached life is being disintegrated. So if it's a little bit of disillusionment, you need to give them a little bit of hope. If it's a lot of disillusionment, you got to give them a lot of hope. But the second way that you can impact somebody's life is not to try to talk them Past the disillusionment, but help them accept it, see it, honor it, let them have a voice, and then go, I know this sucks, and I know this is hard, and I hear what you're saying, or I feel what you're saying, or I see what you're saying, but it is going to get better. So we guide through disillusionment and we give them some hope. See, there's always those people that want to get back to yesterday or to some future out there. The only way that you really grow is when you accept the current limitations that you have and then you get a vision beyond it, which takes us to the third action. want to make sure that you see the individual while leading the group. See the individual while leading the group. If you're going to be the kind of person who impacts others, you've got to do both at the same time. Now, in, in my operating philosophy of life, the group is usually wrong. So I want to make sure that the people around us that can bring innovation have a voice. I'm not saying the group is always wrong. I'm just saying in big strokes, that tends to be true. And the kind of people that can really impact others, they maintain a, a dual status of vision in their heart and mind. They see where the group is and they can experience the group dynamic, but they can also see the individual, where they are, what they're wrestling with and what they're facing. And when you can champion their growth, and you can guide them through disillusionment, then you can nest that process into the whole of the group so that not only are you seeing everyone, you're seeing each one. And leaders know when they're healthy people that want to grow or people that are starting out on a growth journey know when they're with a leader that can do that. All we're going to see in in current environments, I believe for a while, is more and more tribalism or what's called mimetic tribes and more fracturing Because right now, as society kind of loses its way, we think politics is the end-all be-all. We define so much of our identity around our politics or whatever is the most invalidated part of who we are. And it's up to us as leaders right now to understand politics is not the end of a matter. And so that our environments and the environments we're building and leading can get beyond politics to the shared mission. And when you can take this third action, see the individual while, while leading the group, you don't have to get caught in this call to sac of politics. You're not going to reconcile every political issue. And so you want to appeal to the people in your group, your team, in your leadership, to get beyond this current craziness to a shared mission. And the way that you're going to do that is by seeing the individual While leading the group, fourth action that you're gonna take to be very likable to people that wanna grow, to be a person who impacts others, you're gonna reassure them that change is constant, they can do this, and you are with them. Number four, reassure them that change is constant, that you are with them, and they can do this. See what happens as you see the individual and the group, you start to see how. Different patterns and rhythms emerge. Look at the four phases of a team. Uh, look at the you know literature around situational leadership. You're, you're wanting to be a healthy leader, a high-impact person. You've got to change your approach to wherever the team is. But as the team was yesterday, it is not today. Change is constant. So one of the things that you want to be saying to people all the time, we don't just change to change things. We change when we need to. But change is a constant. And as we change, I am with you and we can do this. I am with you and we can do this. If if you could take everybody right now into the future that you're leading towards and they could feel it and see it and hear it with you, some of them wouldn't want it. That's just the nature of reality. They like it as it is. And so you want to do your best with change management principles to take them along the journey. That's what's so exciting when you become a high-impact person. You take more people with you through the change process. You're a leader. You're an imaginative person. You're a visionary. You see what isn't, and you want to help them see what isn't yet that it can be. And so your presence can be very reassuring. Fifth, vision, not fear, is your main activator. The minute that you're using pressure and you should and fear – then if that's what you're depending on to activate people, the diminishing return on that will come back to bite you over and over and over again. You'll have a high revolving door of competent leaders. They're just not going to stay. You're going to have to use more and more intense pressure and fear to get a reaction. It's almost like when you're raising children, if any of you have been through that, you keep yelling to get the response you want. And the more that you do that, the more you got to do it. How you reach them And reach their attention is how you keep them. Now, are there times to raise a a flag of concern, and issue? Absolutely. That's just normal in leadership. But you want to make sure that you're giving them a vision of who they can become, of the overall mission, and where we're headed over and over and over again. That's a powerful way to impact others. Number six. Number six. If you want to be the kind of person who impacts others, I want to give you a way of understanding all of the explosion of data that we're going to have in the world going forward. Shape the narrative, side-eye the data. Number six, shape the narrative, side-eye the data. In, 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 I don't know, probably the last 30 years in psychological studies, how people grow and develop, some of the biggest studies that, that happened in sociology have been debunked. Because they're too micro, they try to pull out this one little strand of time or this one behavior. At the end of the day, in all of the factions and tribalism that's occurring right now, biology and evolution win. They just do. Some things are just not going to change. And I could run through a ton of those right now, but there's no point in it. I understand data matters. We want to be the kind of people who use our left brain and see the data and make adjustments. But when it comes to your leadership of impacting people, we are not rational beings. There are occasionally people who have really strong left brain dominance, but more often than not, we're not aware of how much the story is shaping our approach and our perception. So I want you to be the kind of person who acknowledges data, who pays attention to it, who honors it, but doesn't give it the first lead in the way that you try to impact others. It's more about story. You can use data, but think more about the story that you're telling, the narrative that you're shaping. Because if you don't, data doesn't win with people. The best storyteller wins. And in your environment, in your leadership, and in your team, you want to be telling an authentic story, an inspiring future-based story, and bringing all of that together so that we're all as compelled as possible to run towards a positive Picture of the future. There are negative pictures that will win and will crowd out the positive picture if we only depend on data. We've got to tell a better story. Number seven, notice and ask questions. Just that simple. Notice and ask questions. If you want to be the kind of person who impacts others, who's very likable, learn to walk through your own transformational process so that in here is not consumed with how you're being perceived. You're not like Marcus Aurelius says, showing up too passive or too aggressive. You're not hiding and diminishing from the strength of who you are, from your best version, your most iconic self, nor are you proving and overinflating and filling the space with too much. Instead, this is Calm within, you've relaxed into your brilliance, and then you notice what's happening around you. And as you notice what's happening around you, you don't form judgments, you ask questions. These seven actions will help you be very likable to people that want to grow, and it will help you be the kind of person who impacts others greatly.